Hello and welcome to the break and the second installment of our special two-part series. Now, since 30 teams was a lot to get through in one show, we decided to divide it up into separate conferences where we'll be giving our takes for the upcoming season on best rookie and MVP candidates, the team with the best chance of moving up in the standings and top contenders to step up to last year's finalists. And since we covered the West Coast last time, part two today will be all about the East. Thanks for listening in today, guys. I am Megan Engels, and joining me, as always, to give their take on the season is Phil Boileau and Justin Rowan. How's it going, guys? Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm ready to talk some East basketball, the the strongest conference there is, right? <laughs> You never know. You never. Well, we kind of know. Yeah, we 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 know. (laughs) It's the NBA. We We, definitely know. know. Yeah, you kind of know. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. Let's start with a possible rise up in the East and talk MVP candidates and the best upcoming rookies. So I'll let Justin start off since I let Phil start off last time. Yeah. So let's uh, let's start off on the rookies. Uh, well, I, I think the best rookie in the East and um, my my personal favorite to win Rookie of the Year overall is going to be Ben Simmons. Um, I, I really think it's almost an unfair advantage when a player does get to sit out an entire season and go through those NBA film sessions, work with NBA trainers, and it really helps them adjust and see the game better. And Ben Simmons was already a guy that already had great vision and basketball IQ. Um, I, I think that they're they're going to rely on him fairly heavily, and if he was available to be drafted in this past draft, there, there's probably a high likelihood that he would have gone first overall over Markel Fultz. So while I really do like Fultz, I think that Simmons is going to be the straw that stirs the drink in Philly, and um, as long as he stays healthy, I, I think he's going to put up some in- incredible numbers this season. Hmm. Hmm. Ben Simmons. I mean, he, uh, you almost had to pick the popular <laughs> one there, right? So the one guy who can't, you know, it's kind of funny. Uh, 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 do you remember how many games you have to play to, to not be considered a rookie? And I'm thinking specifically for Joel Embiid. Like, uh, like I'm just wondering in context, like, like, do you remember what that exact Isn't number was? Or am, if you play or am one, I you're not a rookie. rookie. It's, it's literally yeah. just one and it's over. Quit trying to make him a rookie. Well, then, he... (laughs) I just want him to win. He deserves it. Um, I think... He wouldn't play enough games this year to win a I think it's going to be some... Yeah, (laughs) no, that's a true statement. Um, I want to make it weird and say it's Tatum, but I don't think he gets enough minutes because that team's going to contend. And apart from that... I really, really like Jonathan Isaac. Anyone's a basketball fan and who doesn't watch the Orlando Magic, I think you should watch him just as a league pass kind of suggestion. Um, but I'm going to say... I'm going to say Fultz just to be ridiculous. And even though my gut feeling is saying is Simmons, I think Fultz ends up scoring more. The first overall pick as rookie of the year. <laughs> Because Ben Simmons exists in this conversation. If, if it wasn't that, I would agree with what you're saying. Um, I think Fultz is going to get major minutes, and I think he's going to score a bit more than, than Simmons. And I think, look, I don't wish injury injuries on anyone, but I think he's a little bit more likely to stay mobile and play more games. And I just think he's got... Uh, I think they both have really well-rounded skill sets. I, I think what this really comes down to is... 
I am still hesitant on Ben Simmons's jump shot, even though it looks fantastic in the offseason. If you can tell me that what we're seeing in the offseason translates. I don't think he's going to have a jumper this season, and I, I still think he, he's going to get rookie of the year. Yeah, I just think in rookie of the year, I think we're going to see Fultz score a ton of points, and we're going to see Simmons uh, Simmons get a ton of assists. I I think that there's a good case to be made for him. I was going to ask you this, actually, because, look, I can go back and forth. I'm going to say Fultz just to be different, but is there something about Fultz that looks a little unathletic to you when he moves? No, he's just solid. Like, he's built solid. Well, like, less athletic than than House. As weird when he explodes, but... No, no, no. He's 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 a freak athlete. Yeah, and being what six four, the six ten wingspan at point guard, like right. that team is massive. All right, okay, I'm I'm saying Fultz, but I think it's gonna be a fun team to watch either way. Like, like that is my number one league pass team, bar none. The, the 76ers. So to settle, <laughs> Phil saying Fultz and also Simmons, <laughs> <laughs> so he really can't go wrong there. Oh, he's like, cool has no really for a win He's like, oh, you know what? Everyone <laughs> plays hard. Everyone looks good. Yeah, just so he can actually go away and be like, oh, I'll take the point for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's definitely going to be a message after the season on it. Look, I called it. Yeah. Simmons uh, all the sure. way. Let's, <laughs> you called nothing. Yeah. Let's switch it up uh, and talk guys that have a little bit more experience, a couple more years uh, than those two. And let's talk MVP. Again, we're just looking at the East Coast. Uh, Justin, do you think it's possible for somebody from the East Coast to get MVP this year? I, I don't think it's just possible i think it's likely um I, I think this is going to be the the final mvp award of lebron's career um with isaiah thomas out until january um the a lot of the burden goes on to lebron uh, i think everybody understood how important Kyrie was to the team and and going from that to a lot of guys that are looking to bounce back and still prove that they um have a place in this league you you got hungry players on the Cavs like Jeff Green Derrick Rose even Dwayne Wade had a down season last year um so if those guys bounce back and the Cavs are successful that's going to be attributed to LeBron helping revive their careers I think when you look at the depth of this Cavs team uh as long as they take the game even slightly more seriously than they did last season um there's going to be a big spike in their wins um, because last season's team was shallow and they dealt with a lot of injuries. Even without Isaiah Thomas, this is a very deep team in a weak East. Um, and they play in a weak division too. I mean, they, they get a fat in their record against the uh, the Bulls, the Pacers. Uh, like, it's just, it's ugly in their conference. Um, so I, I think with the wins that the Cavs are going to get and the success that they have, that they're going to have, uh, with LeBron, it, it's going to make him the favorite for MVP this season. Yeah, if it does come from the East, do you think LeBron even has anybody trying to take that spot from him, or do you think it's pretty much? I mean, guaranteed? Giannis would be the long shot, but I, I don't know if the Bucks. Are... You just stole my <laughs> answer, buddy. I know you're going with Giannis, but I, I just How don't think the Bucks are, are going to win enough games to, to get in that conversation. Because he's on a rebuilding team, and Phil only likes rebuilding teams, not established <laughs> players. We get that. No, but like, like he's also, if you look at him, so much better than everyone else on his team. And I think Kevin Love is going to have a great year. I think Derrick Rose is going to have a good year. I think a lot of these guys, like, I agree with everything you're saying. And look, I'm a LeBron guy, I, and I hope you're right. 
because I want him getting another MVP stack up more for that overall conversation. So look, I'm happy to lose, but I don't think you're going to win because I think I think Milwaukee's going to shock a lot of teams this year, adding um, adding some depth like Brandon Rush, bringing back Miles. I mean, when you look in a league that has so many uh, so much emphasis on three and D guys. They have so many guys who are just waiting to take that next step. I mean, Thon Maker uh, 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 just got his pacemaker put in, so he's good for the season. Uh, you got Brogdon, who apparently is barely uh, younger than than some guys who are going for MVPs this year. I mean, look, it, it's kind of a weird team, but there's a lot of talent going forward, and I think he's too big of a piece of that pie. And, and it's a weird thing to say because LeBron's obviously a massive slice, but I just think he's got a little bit more, and I think if I think it's going to come up to, uh, to what you've been saying the whole time. They need to get if Milwaukee can get that number two seed. I think this right, is a conversation. If they're number five, yeah, I just again kind of the criticism I had with the other show with with saying the whole gelling period. I think Boston's going to lose more games this year. I don't think the gels there. I think Cleveland's going to win more games, but not that many more. And 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 by the way, when you're saying chip on your shoulder, I, I I think Jay Crowder should be added to that list. You know, doing everything he did for Boston and then getting traded two second round picks like like him and Thomas are kind of in that same boat. Like I know Thomas has more to lose, but I think adding him. But then you look after that Toronto. There's a bunch of talent there. Um, I think there's a bunch of teams that are going to get better, a whole lot more that are going to get worse. But I just think he stands out as easily the best player on his team. And look, how I tend to view MVPs is if you take that player away from the team, how do they do? Yeah, that's a pretty I think good way Cleveland still it. makes the playoffs. I think Cleveland still makes the playoffs. And I think Milwaukee is vying for the right. lottery. No, yeah. I, I get that. So, I mean, I, well, I just let's don't think look. that's historically how it's gone. Until last year, but that, that no, also but... something exceptional from Westbrook averaging a triple-double. I mean, we're talking to Phil, right? Phil likes yeah. his what-if, so let's remember that. <laughs> a lot of a lot of what he says comes with the I don't the live in reality. I live in this, or like... what-if. <laughs> so we always well, have to remember built, that. Like, uh, what was that thing I... Oh, what was that thing I called to my friend? I thought Thon Maker was going to average like 18, my 8, and 2 God. next year. You, and he was like, and he was like, you love drinking the juice. Drinking? I'm like, I do. Sponsorship in here, because I'm pretty sure whoever's listening to this it was wants cranberry to be what, ginger on, ale. On, man. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> I just think he's got the talent. I think he's a modern big, but look. I won't go away from this uh, from this subject too much, but I think I believe in the growth of Milwaukee more than a lot of people, and I think Giannis will take that next step. And I think that the whole team at the end of next season that we see is going to shock us if we think we're getting the same thing we got last year. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> let's uh, let's move on by looking at entire teams, and we'll look at again who we think is going to move up the conference this season who's either going to surprise us or who we think is just going to stay at the top uh, from last year. Phil, since you're already riled up a little bit, you <laughs> go ahead. Well, I pigeonholed <laughs> myself now, right? Like, I can't not say the Bucks, or else you guys are going to be like, yeah, but if they don't do that, then he's not MVP and you're not going to win. So, I mean, yes, I have to. Like, can I make another one of these hedge no, things or am I just no, stuck with the you. Do your thing, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you hedge away. Okay, I'm saying the Bucks, uh, but if there's one team, nah, 
now nah, nah, that's it. I really don't believe in Boston, not Toronto at all. Uh, Washington, I've never believed in, and this is always a little thing for people who haven't heard uh, um, uh, Justin and I talk about this enough. We're like miles apart on the on viewing the Wizards, and have been for quite a while. Uh, doesn't mean we don't love each other. I mean, it. it it's it not may, quite but, a deal breaker, but um, it's getting yeah. there. <laughs> but it's on the verge. Yeah, exactly. So, just, you just don't exactly. talk about so it. So I think if there's yeah, one yeah, team yeah, that that's it's best. I mean, that's yeah. how you maintain all healthy relationships, right? Like if you have an issue, you just just stay, never just bring it silence. up. Like an old, <laughs> like all back in the days when you worked on the farm and you're just. <laughs> I I wash no Phil washes yes, and cooks and cleans. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm treating him terribly with for his bad opinions. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I'm I, I, I'm so calling my attorney for a divorce <laughs> is terrible. Um, uh, but yeah, so I'm saying the Bucks. Um, my sneaky pick, I think, if they overlook them early on, is gonna be. No one's gonna believe me about the Hornets, but I'm still saying the Bucks. I actually like um, how the Hornets are constructed this year. I think Dwight Howard, that's a perfect fit. They play a lot of defense on the wing. Got a, a bull in Kemba Walker. They got a great draft pick um, in Malik Monk. If there's a team that, if, look, if you sleep on them, they'll beat you. I think that's how I'll beat it. How I'll say I, it. I think Justin? the team that's going to um, exceed expectations in the East is going to be the Detroit Pistons. Um, I think getting Reggie Jackson back fully healthy is a big deal. Adding Avery Bradley to that team is a big, big deal. Tobias Harris, really impressed. Then Andre Drummond, I mean, he's lost a lot of weight. He had that off-season surgery, um, which helped repair his nose so that he could breathe properly, as he, he hasn't really been able to breathe properly for the last few years. Um, I, I just think that there's the potential there um, for the Pistons to, to really surprise people because outside of those kind of top five teams, the rest of the East is really wide open. And I, I just think that Detroit's a team that can exceed expectations and get kind of at the top of that third tier after the Cavs and uh, Celtics, Raptors, Wizards, and Bucks. Are they going to score enough yeah, points? why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> I guess. Why not? Uh, uh, we'll hope that here. Let's just Tobias Harris becomes a 25-point scorer. Stanley Johnson learns how to shoot. Luke Kennard is Rookie of the Year. Because th- these are basically the things that are so. going to need to happen for this Jackson team to have any. I think if Reggie Jackson regains his prior form, you got Andre Drummond, you got... Uh, yeah, but he was never very efficient uh, he, in doing it. Like, like, like Reggie Jackson he was, was efficient enough. And if you're talking about Jackson, Bradley... Tobias Harris and Drummond, uh, I think that you can get enough points there as long as their defense is stout uh, for them to get into that position. Because there's two sides of the ball, and if Andre Drummond recognizes his potential on the defensive end and stops being such a liability, they're going to be a very good team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so, uh, so, uh, so we're talking teams that are surprising well, at this I point. Well, before I move on, I really um, need to know, so, now what's going on with Washington between you guys? What's the big difference? I feel like I have oh, to well, ask. He <laughs> thinks they're all sorts of good. I think I, I think they're a, uh, they're led by a pass-first point guard who can't, who's going to choke in the playoffs and, mm-hmm. a, and an injured much tiny shooting guard and then nothing so, in the Phil front Phil really, court. really hates pass-first players that don't have an outside jump shot, but he really believes in Russell Westbrook and Giannis this season. <laughs> All right, I wouldn't be able to sleep. I wouldn't I, be able to I, sleep I, I tonight if I didn't OKC. ask that question. It would keep me up. 
I, just like it probably keeps I, I mean, you guys it's fair. <laughs> well, it, it it keeps us up only because, uh, to be honest, he's trying to sleep, and then I'm I'm texting him all day. I'm like, they're wrong here, and his and his girlfriend's like, you got to stop talking to Phil. He's, he's like, like no, another one more. He's super wrong. I mean, it's a, it's yeah. an easy thing. It just um, where we run into oh, issues. That's why I get those notifications. I unmute it the next day. He's got a bot answering you. Yeah. Just with generic responses. <laughs> My burner account. <laughs> You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Uh, all right, moving <laughs> so on. Who do we okay, think is so... going to drop down the standings? Who's either going to drop the farthest or just stay at the bottom? Phil, you go for this one. I mean, to be fair, I think we have to contextualize this with it can't just be because so of loss of talent. Right? Because no, we're, like, we're talking about who's going to fall no, short of expectations now. Okay, perfect. Because I'm saying, like, like, like I don't want to talk about Pacers, talk about right, and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, short of expectations. Um, gut feeling. Uh, I was going to say... I want to say Boston just because I think people are, are, are singing their tune their tune too soon. Um, I have to say Boston just because as much as I hate the Wizards, they have continuity, and I was just giving credit to continuity in the last one to say consistent. I've got to say that one. Uh, the rest of the teams have just been obliterated. The, what, I'm going to say Toronto? Not really. I think Toronto, again, has that continuity. Um you know what? Actually, I may even say as no. I'm gonna say Philly because I think I've seen Philly. A, a, a lot of people saying they're gonna make the playoffs, and, and I think they're too young for me. that. And I think some other. I, I also am going with Philly because I, I just don't think they're a playoff team. I think the top five in the East is clear with Cleveland, Boston, Toronto, Washington, Milwaukee. After that, like, do we really see Philly getting past um, uh, Charlotte, uh, Detroit, Miami? Um, even teams like, like, I I could see, I could see I the Knicks ceiling is the highest out of than all. them, depending on health. Like, I, I just don't Ooh. necessarily Ooh. think that they're going to take this massive leap, and I just don't think they're going to be healthy enough to take that leap. Like, they would need 82 games from Joel Embiid at a higher level than he played last season, and I just don't think that's going to happen. Okay, but. You have to admit, like, like of all the teams, if you could guarantee health, I think you can guarantee sure, the playoffs it, for Philly. I mean, I just, it's I, not like Joel Embiid's I, just. I, I think we're both saying that a, that's a just fluke like, injuries. Like, he was medically red flagged before he was drafted. That that teams just weren't going to pick him no matter where he was available. Like, it it's just not. I as I just don't want to get my hopes up for him. Like, there's no reason to believe he's able to play that many games. Just as it was the case with Greg Oden. Unfortunately, when you're that big and you've had this these injuries, it's a concern. Yeah. Well, now uh, pretty quickly, yeah. uh, we've just got a little bit of time left. In a couple of words, do we think anybody has a shot at taking on LeBron in the Cavs spot in the finals this year? The only team would be Boston if absolutely everything clicked and things fall apart a little bit for the Cavs. Uh, I ultimately think that Boston doesn't have the size or the versatility. Uh, I know everyone says, oh, Boston has so much versatility. They have all these 6'8 players. They can play like that small ball style. That's not versatility. That's the only style they can play because that's their personnel. They can't go big if they need to. They, they can't play any style and other they can't than that other than shit. play all their 6'8 forwards and Kyrie. Like, that is their only way that they can play. And as long as Al Horford still gets dominated on the boards, 
and, and is an offensive non-factor against Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love, um, then it's going to be really, really hard uh, for the Celtics to get by them. I mean, they certainly are the team that has the possibility of getting by. Uh, they have tremendous amount of talent, and if they're rookies, uh, well, if their rookies and uh, Jalen Brown exceed expectations and really take that next step, that's going to help. Uh, but, I mean, the Cavs are a really, really deep team. And, and unless something falls apart there, I just don't see them, Boston, having enough to get by Cleveland this season. Yeah, Phil? Yeah. Um, I actually think that just... I, I think it's interesting because I was listening to how you were describing this, and I was looking at Boston, I was like, man... It would just be great for them if they could just avoid Cleveland, just play Golden State. Because it sounds like they're more made to play Golden State than they are to play Cleveland. But unfortunately, they need to get past the Cavs, right? And on a certain level, I mean, I just don't believe in the continuity right away. I think, I don't think anyone's touching them. But as much as I want to believe in the Bucks, it would require those huge leaps I've spoke about, especially on the scoring end, because I don't think they score enough points. So I'm actually going to say the Raptors. I just think, honestly, if there's a team that can put together enough interesting looks with depth and <laughs> depth things, and things. I, just, I think it's going to be the Raptors. <laughs> depth and things. And, you know, there's there's JV shooting threes now, so that uh, so that helps. Uh, there, uh, there's OG, who's essentially just going to be the LeBron stopper. Um, KJ McDaniels, so he's shutting down uh, J.R. Smith, C.J. Miles, you know, a defensive uh, monster, all the yeah. kids. You know, this team should sh- should be. I mean, I think fi- we can chop that up to maybe another what if. Like, <laughs> what if they did? I think it's stretching a little. I don't know. Well, I don't really. Well, I'm just saying, like, like if you looked at a lot of their starters, they're all guys who who have done things and, and and they have some continuity. Like outside of like C.J. Miles, this team's been together for a bit, and having a Baca back for a full year. Um, I think they're going to be a bit better than they were last year. I really like how they draft. I really like how the kids are coming along. Um, but uh, so I'm just saying, I think they got the best chance, but I don't think it happens because ultimately when I'm looking at this, I'm like, no one's touching LeBron James. And as, and as soon as you don't do that, like what DeLon Wright's going to gonna chase after Fred Van Elite. Uh, whoever the point guard is. Yeah, I don't trust his point guard. I mean, his defense too much, not going to lie. Uh, I think he's a good little scorer, but I think he's... Uh, 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 who's my boy there in uh, in Dallas? You got too uh, many the, boys. Uh, the tiny, uh... Yeah, honestly, I think it's probably going to be nah. a three-peat repeat of the last couple of years. So we might be looking at the same finals. I think probably most likely. But that's where I'm going to cut you guys off today. So thanks for joining me again, guys. And thank you guys for tuning in. And make sure you catch up with us next time where we'll be back to our usual show to cover the latest stories in basketball and the NBA. And also don't forget to head over to PressBasketball.com and follow us for all of our original content as well as following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PressBasketball. So thank you guys for joining me and thank you guys for listening. And do it or we're going to cry. <laughs> All right. Yeah, see you guys yeah, next I'll time. I'll probably edit Bruce. this uh, tomorrow night. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's still relevant. All right. I'll shoot this off. All right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Cool. Peace. <laughs>